The Austin Daily Drop is supported by Austin real estate guru Tony Trungale of Elite 25 fame, who has a terrific opportunity for those of us who find the current state of Austin real estate just a little bit daunting. With ever higher prices and ever lower inventory, it's easy to feel like you just can't afford to buy in Austin right now, but Tony Trungale's got a way. It's the region's bank-affiliated program called Affordable 100, specific to homes listed under $548,000 and specifically designed to help buyers who make under $78,000 per year. Hit up Tony Trungale at Tony.Trungale at Regions.com. That's Tony.Trungale at Regions.com. Tuesday, August 10th, 2021. This is the Austin Daily Drop. Thanks for finding us. I'm Chris Mosier. Stand by for news. Starting this morning with what has to feel like a small victory for parents of small kids here in Austin as the Austin Independent School District follows the lead of Dallas ISD in declaring that masks will be mandatory on their campuses as of tomorrow and rolling into the new school year, which starts one week from today. Statesman says these local mandates are in direct violation of a standing executive order by Governor Greg Abbott that local agencies may not require masks, which itself is counter to recommendations from both the CDC and the American Academy of Pediatrics. KVU says AISD Superintendent Stephanie Elizaldi was interviewed this week by CNN asking herself, what if a child dies on my watch? And giving a tour of a local school, pointing out that air filters, plexiglass, social distancing, and close monitoring are all to be a part of the drill this school year. Mask mandates are also banned at the state level in Oklahoma, Arkansas, Utah, Arizona, Iowa, South Carolina, and Florida, where Governor Ron DeSantis has begun threatening to withhold salaries from local school officials who defy his orders. Next move here in Texas is Governor Abbott's. Politico says the governor has renewed his calls for vaccinations and asked Texas hospitals to suspend elective procedures, but has not budged on his orders preventing Texas cities and state agencies from protecting themselves via behavior modification measures. The Austin area's key indicators for staging measurement continues to paint a desperate picture for our health care system. Our seven-day average for new hospitalizations hit 82 yesterday, well above the peak of the first spike last summer, which was 75, and closing in on the peak of the more severe spike this last winter, which was 93.7. To date, that's the all-time high. By this metric, we could be facing the worst moment of the entire pandemic thus far, but the most severe impact this time is on the unvaccinated. Texas Tribune says that across Texas's 22 trauma service areas, half are reporting less than 10 ICU beds available. As of yesterday, we were still at six beds for the entire Austin metro. Hospital officials across Texas continue to plead with local residents to overcome their hesitations and get their shots now. KUT's Matt Largy tweeted yesterday that Austin Public Health is now paying people to get it done, offering $100 HEB gift cards as an incentive, 50 bucks a shot. Largy also reports for KUT that the COVID-19 modeling consortium at UT is projecting that the current spike will break the previous record within the next week, absent a major reversal. Community Impact says that new all-time high in hospital strain is currently 92% likely to come in the next few days. Other notable local impacts of the current COVID situation, the organizers of Blues on the Green have postponed the last two shows of this summer's four-night series at Zilker Park, which were scheduled for tonight and tomorrow night to an as-yet-unnamed future date, says Austin 360, who also report that the Alamo Draft House affiliated Fantastic Fest 
has announced a vaccination proof requirement for their upcoming film festival. Andy DeRostin has a rundown of local restaurants reinstating their COVID safety measures after having relaxed the last few weeks. The list includes a bunch of my favorites, and I'll post it in the show notes this morning. Over to state politics and what's starting to look like the beginning of the end of the stalemate in the Texas House of Representatives created by a mass walkout of Democratic lawmakers who have been hiding out in Washington, D.C. for weeks now. The Texas Tribune says the united front amongst the Dems, which held through the first session, is showing signs of weakening as several of them returned to the Capitol yesterday, narrowing the shortfall for quorum in the House to only five members. Some of the Dems returning include Round Rock's James Tallarico and El Paso's Mary Gonzalez, Art Fierro, and Joe Moody, prompting angry reactions from fellow Democrats still back in D.C. State Rep. Ana Maria Ramos of Dallas accused those returning of throwing their colleagues under the bus, while State Rep. Jasmine Crockett, also of Dallas, expressed exasperation as well. The Tribune also says state Republicans in the House have taken to locking the doors of the chamber to prevent future walkouts. However, a state district judge has blocked the notion of arresting any of the wayward Dems who return to their home districts from D.C. Look for most of them to be back in Texas, if not at the Capitol, in the next few days. From state to city politics, again from the statesman, as former Texas State Senator and former Austin Mayor Kirk Watson is giving signs that he may again run for mayor of the Texas capital city. Current Mayor Steve Adler is required to step down at the end of his second term unless 5% of Austin's registered voters petition him to run again. He says he won't go that route. Democrat Watson, should he run, would be an immediate frontrunner, declared candidate so far conservative Jennifer Verdon, who unsuccessfully challenged city council member Allison Alter for her seat last year, and Erica Nix, a self-proclaimed body positivity ambassador. State Rep. Celia Israel and City Councilmember Kathy Tovo have also said they're thinking about running for mayor. The next term will last only two years following a recent change in Austin's election schedule. And told you yesterday of a drowning and an additional missing person off Hudson Bend at Lake Travis. The body of that second missing swimmer has been recovered, making the incident a double drowning. CBS Austin says the Travis County Sheriff's Lake Patrol is also looking for the body of a third potential drowning victim over the weekend who jumped from a boat between Lake Travis's Starnes Island and North Shore on Saturday and did not resurface. Please, people, extra care on the water and don't skip the life jacket. One thing Austin needs is more tech companies moving to town, and there are two more to tell you about, both from Israel. Culture Map celebrates and rewards Austin's culinary rock stars and big news for fans of Taco Deli, all coming up in 30 seconds. After a quick hello and thanks to Austin real estate guru Tony Trungale of Elite 25 fame, Tony has teamed up with Regions Bank to extend a lifeline to Austin real estate shoppers who are experiencing frustration and sticker shock in the current high-priced, low-inventory Austin market. It's called Affordable 100, a program from Regions Bank that targets homes under $548,000 and also buyers making under $78,000 per year. If you're thinking you're priced out of Austin right now, you very well may not be. You want to talk to Tony about Affordable 100. Get more details by emailing Tony. Email address here, tony.trungale at regions.com. That's tony.trungale at regions.com. And more details on Affordable 100 coming up here in just a couple of minutes. A couple here from Culture Map Austin who say our town's hot streak of attracting global technology companies for new digs here seems to be continuing with the arrival of two Israeli tech firms. Data management specialists Rivery are based in Tel Aviv and have opened a new office in Bee Cave. And REE Automotive, who build tech gear for cars and also hailing from Tel Aviv, will open their U.S. headquarters here in Austin soon. The two companies cite Austin's higher quality of life, dynamism, and entrepreneurial spirit in making the call. Welcome, y'all. 
Also from Culture Map, the winners of their own Tastemaker Awards held last weekend downtown. East Austin's Nixta Taqueria was named Austin Restaurant of the Year. Fiore Tedesco at La Oca de Oro was named Austin Chef of the Year. And Damian Brockway at Distant Relatives was named Austin's Rising Chef of the Year. Congratulations to all. And closing with food here from Austin 360, big announcement from Taco Deli as they unveil their first ever dinner menu and the arrival of adult beverages to the lineup. For years, it was a rite of passage for new Austinites to unexpectedly find Taco Deli's doors locked at mid-afternoon. They expanded into evening service just last year, but only now have issued a specialized menu for later dining. Think seared scallops with seasoned cashews and pastor Yucatan with flank steak, plus Taco Deli's first cocktail menu. That's exciting. Featuring several margarita versions and a Paloma as well. All of this rolls out at Taco Deli's six locations on August 23rd, one week from next Monday. Austin weather, it's been quite some time since we've seen a dangerous heat advisory in town, but we've got one today for much of the area. Extra care if you're going to be outside, lots of water and sunscreen. A hat's a good idea today, too. High of 99 could possibly cross the line into triple digits. Good news is this looks like the hottest day of the week. Gradual cooling has us back in the mid-90s by this weekend. And that's the Austin Daily Drop, y'all. I'm Chris Mosier. Links to all these stories can be found in our show notes at austindailydrop.com. Also, recent episodes of the podcast likely containing stories you haven't heard yet, so do listen back. Please share and subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. Make it a great day. Stay cool out there, and we'll catch you again tomorrow morning. Support for the Austin Daily Drop comes from Austin real estate rock star Tony Trungale. If you're in the market for a new home, you're certainly aware of how tough the Austin market can be. With homes typically receiving multiple offers for thousands over the asking price, the situation can seem daunting, which is exactly why you need to work with Tony Trungale. Tony works with Regions Bank, specifically with home buyers making under $78,000 per year and buyers looking at properties in low to moderate income tracks. It's called Affordable 100, and it gives buyers who might feel priced out of the Austin market the edge for once. Chances are you can get into a home priced up to $548,000 with no money down, no PMI, and super low rates. More details and restrictions apply. Get the full information from Tony via this email address. Here it is. It's tony.trungale at regions.com. That's tony.trungale at regions.com for all about Affordable 100. Plus, working with Tony gives you access to the considerable combined talents of Elite 25. All this and more at elite25austin.com.